Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is the podcast where we are studying the Bible. We are studying the Gospel of John. Today is episode 173, looking at John chapter 18, verses 13 and 14. Looking at just these two verses in the previous section, we saw Jesus was arrested by the company of soldiers, the commander, and the Jewish officials. They tied him up and took him away. Let's read our passage, John 18, verses 13 and 14. First they led him to Annas, since he was the father-in-law of Caiaphas, who was the high priest that year. Caiaphas was the one who had advised the Jews that it would be better for one man to die for the people. Now just these two verses, and it seems like there's not a lot here, just that they took him to Annas, who is the father-in-law of Caiaphas. But one of give some background here because this is one of those points where sometimes people get a little confused. The account of the arrest and trial of Jesus, they don't all match up exactly. And it troubles some people, but I just want to give you assurance, it it shouldn't. If uh, you and I were both to write an account of an event that we had both been a part of, both knew about, our our write-ups would be different. We would highlight different things. One of us would mention something that the other one wouldn't mention at all. Then when we put them together, we say, well, this can't be the same event. There's confusion here. We would list things maybe in different order. We would uh, mention different people. And similarly with the the resurrection account on Easter morning, uh, the four accounts somewhat differ. You can put them all together and make it work. And you say, well, you're really twisting things. But that's the the issue with different accounts. So similarly with the arrest and trial of Jesus here in execution, the four gospel accounts have some differences. And one of the big differences is the high priest. And if you just get caught up in some of the words, you, you can get confused. So in the gospel of Luke, it says they took him to the high priest's house. And that's where Peter denied Jesus. They beat Jesus. Then at dawn, they took him before the entire Sanhedrin, who then sent him to Pilate. Matthew says they took him to Caiaphas. They beat him. Peter denied him. Then at dawn, all the high priests and and elders plotted together and delivered him to Pilate. Mark says, took him to the high priest. And then the elders and the high priests assembled. They beat him. Peter denial, and then at dawn, the Sanhedrin met and sent him to Pilate. And they say, okay, it's not big differences here. No, not, not really. But John is different. Says they took him to Annas's house. Annas isn't mentioned in the others, and he's referred to as the high priest. But Caiaphas is the high priest, and the high priest serves for life. How can you have two high priests? What do we do with this? Well, we need to look at this because in verse 13 it says, first they led him to Annas since he was the father-in-law of Caiaphas who was the high priest that year. Well, it says the high priest that year and it implies that it's an annual thing. It's not, but it's different than it used to be. The high priests initially serve for life. Who was her first high priest? The first high priest was Aaron, Moses' brother. And that started back around 1600 B.C. 
And it was the family of Aaron then, the priesthood, and the high priest passed down through the family of Aaron all the way up until 175 B.C. So for uh, about 1,400 years, that is the way it worked. Then uh, Onias in 175 B.C. was removed as high priest by the Romans. From that point on, the high priest became a political appointment appointed by the Roman government or the Roman governor. So they served for various lengths of time. It would be basically the high priest was no longer a, a lifetime appointment. It was until the Roman governor decided they needed a new high priest. So that's where Annas comes into play. He was appointed by Quirinius, who we hear mentioned in Luke chapter 2, the birth of Jesus. Quirinius was governor of Syria. Well, he appointed Annas as high priest in A.D. 6, and he served until A.D. 15 as a high priest. He was removed by a Roman governor, Varinius Gratus, in A.D. 15. Well, then there were two high priests that each lasted about a year. One was Eleazar, son of Annas, and then another high priest who only lasted about a year. Then Caiaphas was appointed as high priest. He was appointed in A.D. 18, and his full name's Joseph Caiaphas. So at the time of the, the narrative here in the Gospels, Caiaphas is the high priest. But Annas was the high priest, and he had been the high priest for quite some time, and he was quite influential. So when it refers to him and calls him high priest, think much the way we would here in the U.S., former presidents. We, we refer to a former president as president. So you get all the former presidents together and you call each of them Mr. President. You don't call him Mr. Former President. You call him Mr. President because it's a title that remains. And, and so similar here with the high priest. He's not the official high priest, but he was and he certainly has influence. Remember in the, in the Gospels, the overturning of the money changers tables and the chasing out of the people from the temple who were buying and selling commodities. This had a lot to do with the high priest because it was when this happened, the high priests all decided Jesus needed to go. Annas was wealthy and his family was wealthy. They had these four booths of the sons of Annas, they were called. These were market stalls on the Mount of Olives. And they basically had a monopoly on the sale of sacrificial animals, as well as the exchanging of money into the temple coins used for offerings in the temple. And this is how the family of Annas got their incredible wealth. The uh, Talmud, a Jewish writing records a popular rhyme about his family. Woe to the house of Annas, woe to their serpent's hiss. They are high priests. Their sons are keepers of the treasury. Their sons-in-law are guardians of the temple, and their servants beat people with staves. So that's a, a popular rhyme about uh, Annas and his family. They're, they're stinking rich, and they abuse their position. They get rich off of people. So Annas is removed as high priest in A.D. 15. 
then one of his sons, Eleazar, is high priest for about a year, then there's somebody else, then Caiaphas. He is the high priest from A.D. 18 to 36, quite a long time. Then, for the next several years, the next four high priests after Caiaphas, who is the son-in-law of Annas, the next four are sons of Annas. And then the, the next one, who serves uh, AD 65 to 68, is a grandson of Annas. So Annas's family was quite powerful, quite influential. So even though Annas is not the official high priest, he has power. He has influence. He has authority. And that's why John mentions that uh, that's where Jesus is taken first, taken to Annas, because he's the real power broker. So verse 13 says, First they led him to Annas, since he was the father-in-law of Caiaphas, who was the high priest that year. Verse 14, Caiaphas was the one who would advise the Jews that it would be better for one man to die for the people. We see Annas and Caiaphas both in Acts chapter 4, after Peter and John healed the lame man, and they're brought in before the chief priests and elders, and it's Annas and Caiaphas interrogate them, say, by what power are you doing this? Caiaphas, we saw back in John chapter 11, who was saying one, one man should die for many. And then uh, Matthew chapter 26, we see uh, Caiaphas is behind the, the plot to kill Jesus. So these two are both incredibly powerful. Caiaphas is the acting high priest. He is the head of the Sanhedrin, the ruling council. But Annas is obviously the true power broker. So he's the one that they first bring Jesus before. And John's the only one that mentions Annas. The others just mention the high priest. So high priest means Annas and Caiaphas, both, kind of as a unit. Uh, did they uh, meet together here? Obviously, there's other chief priests involved. Annas is the true power broker going on here. So while Caiaphas is the official leader, Annas is the one behind the scenes. Annas is the one who's actually pulling the strings and actually guiding things along to carry out God's plan, which is the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the Gospel of John.